0: is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher,
1: and I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach.
0: And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives.
1: And what a life it is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what a life. Um, So, how have you been? I remember last week, this is where we check in with the cards we picked. It was basically like let go. Let go.
0: Flow yeah. with it. You know, like surrender. Because you you got – I thought that was – this was so appropriate. It made so much sense to me this week. You got the hanged man reversed or mm-hmm. – um, yeah, hanged man reversed. And also two of swords reversed. And I got unconditional love. And, yeah, I mean, this week it just – this whole – I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably going to keep getting realer. Mm-hmm. But it really this week – became um, a real thing to me like it what does that of, mean because you well, were taking
1: it seriously yeah before. no I was taking
0: it seriously for sure but I think I was still like it was just kind of like I, I it was hard for me to really it, it was just still the novelty of like wow this is weird mm. I mean it was still I mean I understood the seriousness yeah, logically yeah. but it wasn't like I was actually able to I mean so what I mean maybe too is that this week I I posted about this yesterday that I tried to go to the grocery store and I didn't go in because oh, I was
1: – I didn't know about this.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I posted it because I made a uh, meditation yesterday called Finding Peace in Challenging Times and it was mm. the meditation I did when I got home because I never did go into the grocery store and I just like looked at it from the outside and was like, I can't – go in there because I don't think I'm going to be able to stay six feet away from people. And we have enough food for now to live. And now we're going to do like a curbside pickup. And we figured it all out. But it was just like this process of being thinking about this isn't (laughs) me having this challenge right now is such the tip of the iceberg of what other people are experiencing. And but it helps me to kind of just really realize like this is and it's still happening like it wasn't just you know I think that maybe partly many of us I assume were like me that kind of even though we knew that logically this wasn't going to be over overnight yeah it still seemed like it was like oh this is gonna this can't go on I mean it's so weird it's you know what I mean like I'm gonna wake up from this dream or something
1: yeah so that's
0: what I mean it's just kind of like
1: yeah real in that way When you get to that point where it's like, I feel like that happened for me Monday. I I don't know why I'm saying Monday, but I do feel like it was like, I felt like I was riding the waves of the global like feelings. And then I was like, oh, this is really happening. And then I got kind of more strict with myself about caring for myself and Mm. what I needed to do which mostly involves don't go on Facebook that much, which I think I said last week. (laughs) Just boil it down. I mean, seriously. Because there's just so – like, I want to be informed, but I don't want to, like, pick up on global anxiety, you Mm -hmm. know. And since then, it's been – I'm still, like, riding the waves, so the cards really did help because it really – I mean, was – were right for me because the more unconditional love – the easier and also I've just been taking so many baths (laughs) and Mm -hmm. staying in them longer and longer like I feel like I used to stay in the bath for maybe 20 I mean I'm taking 20 minutes now I'm like two hours (laughs) I'm still in the bath apparently
0: (laughs) well that's kind of like what we talked about with uh Britain which you guys are going to hear this really awesome interview we did with Britain soon but that cancer energy that we're moving toward because to me that's so cancer taking a long Warm bath. It's so like the womb energy, like oh just really God. divine um, mother taking care of ourselves and going back to that space. Yes, which um, I have been too. Too. You have. It's I. The reason I laughed is because I had. I went through a day of anger, like intense anger. Not it, before. I, I know I've mentioned feeling angry with my family members who so we weren't understanding. They needed to stay in. This time it was more anger. Just it was like just general, just anywhere I could channel it. But definitely at certain people in the government and um
1: eh, yeah
0: but also like (laughs) capitalism I mean just like general anger and (laughs) something happened with Ted's job where I was really angry with the way that people had treated him Mm -hmm. in which happens all the time in the music business but um (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. felt so overwhelmed so I took a bath and I put crystals and I was like listening to peaceful music and had candles and Ted opened the door to tell me something about like oh it's okay you don't have to be mad about this and I just I want to go kill them with a machine gun (laughs) like in the middle of that bath. (laughs) <laughs> it was like the music I was listening to, too, was like, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. <laughs> that St. Francis of Assisi prayer. And I was even like, oh, okay, I'm really chilling out. But I just was right there. as was sort of ready with the anger. <laughs> he was like, no, no, it's okay.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny.
0: I mean, it is it is really interesting.
1: We talked, to the, I talked about this a little bit with Britain that when you'll be hearing this Mars, which is – the fiery planet, which is prone to anger, you know, oh yeah, is moving conjunct with Saturn, and we'll talk about that when you listen in a second. But um I've been also feeling really angry, which I am. It takes I it takes so much for me to get angry. Uh, I mean, I do not get angry easily. And I'm getting angry at all the people. Uh, that's why I had to get off of Facebook.
2: Uh, everybody
1: ignoring what's going on. and going, I mean, like, we live in this like, getaway place, right? Where it's the mountains and people love to hike. Well, so people are just driving here from Florida, uh, who that when they shut down the beaches and just like coming here and polluting everyone basically Uh, and not listening now they've shut down the county thankfully but oh my god i was so (laughs) angry i was like this isn't helping me i it's just like so quick to not with people around me but just like yeah at the general ignorance like, just, and because they're putting other people at risk, that's what's making me so crazy. It's like, can't we just take care of each other? I understand you supposedly don't care if you get this, but, like, you're putting other people at risk. You know, that's not okay. Like, please, just take care of each other. All you have to do is, like, stay home and watch Netflix, or if you don't have the internet, read a book. Like, really, I, th- I saw some meme where they were saying something like, r four forefathers but the our previous generations had to go to war and like kill people and like fight and start and all we have to do is stay home to fight this war like you can do it and not to say there aren't challenges I understand there are but it's with doing that all right you got me worked up again no
0: but I know I don't I never would have foreseen that in this situation like I think that we would have assumed people would panic and You know, be overly cautious. I wouldn't have assumed that people would be like, oh, no, we're going to a party and we're going to the beach. (laughs) What? Yeah. Like seeing people just go out like at the
1: super. Now they're thankfully supermarkets are doing these. A lot of them even target like six feet. They'll tape six feet and
0: curbside pickup. That's what I Ted and I are going to do that at Target.
1: Oh, really? Target
0: does that? that. Yeah, yeah at least check. ours does. And in, in, in my hometown, I saw Walmart is doing it.
1: Yeah, although it's hard because they don't have, like, deliveries. Um, Like, you have to check. Like, they'll be like, sorry, we don't have any room. Oh. But yeah. there is stuff like Instacart. That's what we did. We had everything delivered and then just wipe everything down. Oh,
0: like, you used Instacart? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good info. Yeah,
1: they go to a variety of grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if you're able to do that. I mean, it definitely is more money than pickup because you have to pay the delivery fee. You definitely should be tipping very right. well. People putting themselves at risk. And I'm just realizing I wonder if that's not a nice thing to do. Oh, to order it? Well, yeah, because it's like these people who need jobs, you know, are doing the shopping for me so i don't get
0: exposed. Oh yeah. Oh I wonder boy. what we should be doing. This is like this is part of what i, what I have been feeling angry and confused and shaken up about yeah we're just all going into the unknown of it
1: it's so true and it's really easy and I'll talk about this in the energy report to go into that side where it's like oh it's all fucked we're all fucked (laughs) it's like over Mm. you know it's easy to go into that end of the polarity you know there is another and I also had to stop reading just all the I want to be aware like okay what are health professionals going through I want to like I wish I knew how to so because I would be selling masks right now because, you know, people don't have the equipment. It's just not there.
0: Yeah. I have a couple of friends who are sewing masks.
1: Yeah. um, But I don't even remember what I was saying. Just like, yeah, I want to be aware of what's happening so I can educate myself. But then there's just this fine balance that I think we all have to figure out of like what's supporting me and what definitely is not supporting me.
0: Yeah, it's just so hard right now. I mean, I have been, this week, that whole hanged man energy reversed. like I wanted to go into the hanged man energy instead of the being in the reversed aspect of it. Yeah, But um, for me so far, I feel like, I am being patient with myself, letting myself integrate and not feeling like I need to know right now how I feel about everything and what to do and, you know, just kind of be like, you know, if I just can rest and move through my feelings and breathe deeply and cry and get angry and then laugh and whatever happens, you know, just kind of like let it all be for now. And then when... When I meditate regularly and keep tuning into the divine and taking care of myself the best I can, just trusting that, you know, when the divine guidance is going to come through for what kind of action to take, then I will know Mm -hmm. what it is.
1: Yeah, I'll talk about that in the energy report, the divine guidance part. But yeah, same here. The more we can do that, supporting ourselves, like we're on this journey. It's like, you know, we're just surfing these waves and the more we can allow all of it. And, you know, we are fortunate neither one of us are sick yeah if one of us or our partners were, that would be a whole other ride we would have to navigate, yeah,
0: I feel fortunate in so many ways. oh my gosh, we're
1: yes, so grateful, okay, well, on that note, <laughs> well, maybe we should um introduce our guest or you know go to the guest now instead, oh sure okay yeah, yeah let's do that because that feels right to me um to help everyone as we feel like britain really helped um give a little give guidance and also perspective and um some i it, i felt reassured afterwards just in terms yeah of like oh i can this is a process and we can navigate this
0: and helped me kind of yeah see the big picture kind of have a perspective yeah on what's going on and from an astrological perspective
1: yes so um she's an astrologer and she's great and here's our interview with britain larue okay so we are so excited to have Britton larue on today she well tess will read her um Bio in a second but um she's an astrologer and i just thought we just thought it would be nice to get some input about what is going on astrologically speaking with all the nuttiness happening in the world and to see like how um just make a little sense of things maybe no pressure britain but <laughs> mm-hmm. so <laughs> just make sense of it <laughs> Um, what's all right. going on, Brittany? <laughs> Tell us
0: what's happening and fix it. Okay. So Tess, why don't you read the bio and then we'll talk to Britton. Okay. Britton LaRue is a consulting astrologer as well as a teacher and writer. In addition to working with clients one-on-one to understand the navigational tools of their personal needle chart, Britain is passionate about helping others learn how astrological, lunar, and seasonal cycles can help us anchor through change, growth, and self-healing. She leads workshops on all topics related to astrology and the tarot, hosts a podcast called Moon to Moon, and writes workbooks on sign wisdom and lunar cycles. In everything Britain does, she blends her high capacity for discipline and intellectual rigor with the wisdom of her life experience, including grief trauma, addiction, motherhood, sexuality, and divorce. Wow. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, Britain. We're so excited to talk to you today.
2: Thank you for having me, guys.
0: Um, So, yeah, why
2: don't you, let's
1: see, where should we start? How about... um,
0: What's going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you could just talk, like, make sure you're close to the
2: computer that'd be great. Thank you. How do I sound? Yeah, pretty good. Good. Well, um so there's a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah, I I, honestly I've been really humbled by the pace and the like the literal nature of the astrology in 2020. Um Mm -hmm. because As I've been preparing for the arrival of 2020, you know, I really thought of everything because I I like to help people with astrology at an individual level and I knew it was going to be serious in people's lives in terms of like the process of letting go, the process of structural change, the process of really like... Um, releasing ourselves from expectations of outcomes of certain parts of our lives, um, releasing notions of how institutions support us, oh. um, and moving towards empathy yeah. and moving towards um, greater connectedness of a sense of how we relate to the whole of mm-hmm family, community, collective, global.
0: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) where did you see that
2: in the, in the, where did, how did you see that? Okay. So the way I've talked about it heretofore, uh, and I still see it this way, it's just now so intense, so much Mm -hmm. more intense than I ever could have imagined, Mm -hmm. um, First of all, looking at the nodes being in Cancer and Capricorn, which are the points the points on the moon's elliptic that indicate where we're having eclipses. So oh, okay. for two years we've been having eclipses since um, summer of 2018 in Cancer and Capricorn. And the idea since the ancients is in these two year cycles when we're having eclipses, we're on a journey collectively, and then individually based on where we have those signs in our chart, Mm -hmm. up-leveling how we do those signs and evolving how we do those houses where we have those signs. Okay. So in the nature of it then is that when we're between eclipses, because eclipses always come in at least two at a Mm -hmm. time, when we're in those portals between eclipses, things come forward and arise that bring us insight into the nature of where we need to see things in order to face them and evolve with that information so they're hard so to speak because we're wired to not change right and we're kind of wired to keep running on the same scripts we've always run on and so as we see these things that are often already under our nose we just kind of like weren't seeing them we are able to then take that information and begin to make some changes ideally like that's the invitation everything's always an invitation that we can work with one way or another way all astrology to me is neutral essentially it's Mm -hmm. just how we're working with it the invitations right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so cancer as a sign energy and can't capricorn feel very different but they're very they're very very much like two sides of the same coin because they're polarity and Mm -hmm. the zodiac is as much six polarities as it is 12 signs Mm -hmm. and so cancer is that water, nurture, mother energy that is about belonging and compassion and caretaking. And Capricorn is an earth energy, so it's more practical and cut off from the emotional body. And it speaks more to how we have belonging vis-a-vis institutions government, everything Capricorn signifies. So Mm. it's sort of like mother, father energy, although it's not gender related, really. It's just like the archetypal notion, mother and father. And the reason that it's been to me very tender the last couple of years is that we've been invited to see how to um, deprogram a little bit from our upbringing in ways that we um, that weren't very helpful to us and it's tender because it's frightening to pull away from our belongings a little bit right like it's frightening to pull away from some family programming and frightening to pull away a little bit from institutional programming because Belonging is how we secure our um, safety, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So,
2: but ultimately if you know some of this stuff is like inherently a little toxic and inherently like not fully good for you, like the, the, the call to me, the invitation of the last two years is to prioritize the self and trust that like people will follow in our modeling and that we won't be left out alone. In scarcity, right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs)
1: So, when you were saying, so the nodes, so does that mean that we should look at, or it would be helpful to look at our own natal chart and see where our nodes are? Or is it specifically Cancer, Capricorn? Because that's what's happening.
2: The invitation of the last two years then is is wherever you have Capricorn and Cancer in your house, in your chart. Oh, okay. Wherever Cancer so, and Capricorn, mm-hmm. not the nodes. Not your natal nodes. Okay. Unless you're having a nodal return because you mm-hmm. have the nodes in Cancer and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. But if wherever you have Cancer and Capricorn, like those are the opposing spheres of life. You can't, evolve in one side of that chart without it Mm. evolving the other side, because it's a balancing, right?
0: So
2: so that part of your chart is being kind of like turned. And the reason it's more intense than a normal two-year cycle, which is ending by the way, to complete that thought, like Mm. this Summer is the end of that, Mm. our last Cancer Capricorn eclipses. So the story is not over, but we're heading into a final chapter. Listeners, if you think about like Cancer season, summer, 4th of July, holiday season, Capricorn, what was coming up since July 2018 in those periods, like think about incidents, conversations, um, kind of... uh, hot moments awakenings like all those things um like the final chapter is coming this summer on that so
0: this is so fascinating to me i mean (laughs) as we've been talking about this a lot this reminds me of the emperor energy that we've been talking about that and the way the emperor relates to the empress how there's that structure and then when that is like Balanced well with that feminine nurturing energy, then it's harmony. Like one that's out of balance with the other one creates disharmony. And also, like how since we started this podcast, Natasha and I have been on an intuitive eating journey, and just on a personal level, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can see I have a Capricorn moon or Capricorn rising. And I can see how I was so structured with my exercise and my calorie intake and like that was, I thought that was healthy. And like, since like during this period that you've been talking about i've been like well no how can i just really follow my intuition and eat what feels Mm -hmm. healthy to me and nourish my body and and love my feminine form and not feel like i have to force it to look a certain way and like i can just on the personal level but also this challenge that we've been going through globally right now i can also sense that there's such an archetype right now in looking at the different leadership qualities You know, like that this, and and not just leadership qualities, but us as a culture, how our culture is structured. Like we all have a moment to step back and be like, oh, maybe it hasn't been, I mean, we've known it, but we've never had an opportunity to stop it and say, hey, how does this feel now that this stopped? You know, it's really deep.
1: Yeah, and also I keep getting that word. This is a huge invitation to self-nurture. Like we have no kind of no choice to come within and say, what do I need right now? How can I nurture myself right now? Yeah, When the whole structure system has stopped and everything we knew is gone.
0: And (laughs) other people too. Like I have been really, I think so many of us are like, what can we give now? Like how can we offer something Mm. to people instead of like how can we you know, sort of make money from the situation, you know, how can I I really, we're
1: not all doing that.
0: Well, I think a lot of people, (laughs) I think, yes, we are. I mean, you and I are, we're talking about what we can all Well, we are, and I
1: think, but I mean, if you look at the U.S. right now, that is not happening. Like doctors don't have enough and nurses don't have the equipment they need to save people. I mean, that is not, I mean, it, I think this is what's happening. It's this balance of like, how are we going to nurture? How can we? What's going to win out here? Yeah. <laughs> the Please. money, This, which is why we don't have all of it anyway.
0: I know. And even like the, like, what do we value more? The economy or human lives? Like how that's right. a whole thing too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the way I've been phrasing it so far is like cancer the journey we've been on is towards nurturing the inner child because that's mm. more cancer, working with mother nurturing, which is so much mm-hmm. about nurturing the inner child. And cancer is um, working with your inner critic, then. I um, can't, uh, Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn yeah. being uh, Saturn. Totally. By Saturn, it's nurturing that inner critic and just trying to relax that voice that's in your mm. ear. That's so hard on yourself so if you're capricorn rising that's like identity house like this is the time to be working with that inner critic yeah to evolve how you step forward which is rising but yeah now it's showing up in such a collective way of like because see the north node which is the direction we're we're invited to go that's cancer right uh-huh. north node. i didn't we're, even know that we're releasing. Out at the South Mm. Node point, which is in Capricorn, so there's this vision suddenly of like, do we trust these systems? Like, yeah, systems that we have in place here. And And inner systems.
0: systems. This is
2: it's like, uh, what can I do now? You know, as Cancer, and I and I and it's like in in a way that is so moving. I feel like it's like we've been preparing for this time by having been doing this work in self-care yeah. and work in nurturing our inner critic too because in order to really get outside of our ego right now we have to have like moved through some of that healing so we can be less triggered people mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah if you've been working through your triggers the last few years which so many people have yeah with this eclipse invitation now you are. Now it's like we're at a point where, thank goodness, we're just less triggered. A lot of us, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but still. I mean, think about how big self care has been in like right. the social media sphere, yeah. as well as like anti-patriarchy, anti patriarchy, yeah. anti like toxins in the system. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've been preparing for a conversation that's happening now around like. What what systems do we have for people to care for them, you know? And can mm-hmm. we be honest? Like, this is Pluto, right? Like, can we get really honest about the truth of what's lacking and what's toxic and poisonous in the systems that we have set up? You know? oh, so
1: you mentioned Pluto here. Mm-hmm. How is Pluto? Yeah. Let's talk go, about go that. that. So, <laughs> well- yeah. yeah, maybe. So Pluto is coming conjunct with Jupiter soon, right? Is that right? Yes. And yes. that means Perfect. that they're going to be conjunct. Means they're going to be like next to each other. Yes. And what happens when two planets are conjunct? Like, does that mean they emphasize each other?
2: Yes, they're merging. They're talking to each other. The energies are having um, a like a merged dilation of some kind. And again, it's neutral inherently. Mm -hmm. So it's about um, the manifestation of the energies as we receive the invitations. Like uh, if you are terrified of death processes, let's take Pluto. Like Pluto being about purification, distillation, like putting something in a crucible to um, burn away and distill like what's not helpful until you get to the clarified diamond or you get to something better in this transformation process at a root level. That's <laughs> like, what Pluto does. Yes. because Pluto's about,
1: like, we're going to dig up the shit for you to look at. To
2: <laughs> the root. to mm-hmm. the roots. Mm-hmm. It's about uh extraction like mm. identifying and ex- extracting root cause mm. okay so uh the if you are up for that right
1: <laughs> and in, who isn't <laughs> in, <you>
2: know, <laughs> Jupiter is an energy that's like fascinated by everything like Jupiter wants to learn Jupiter is a very curious energy that's like what's the story here mm. what's the story the opportunity is to rewrite, to look at, clarify, and rewrite stories in a Mm. deep, deep, deep rooting. So
1: old, old stories. Old stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because one thing that I've really been noticing is like past life stuff is really coming up, not just even, Mm -hmm. and globally, like group past life stuff.
2: Yeah, so
1: that makes sense to me that
2: sense. this is it, happening. It's what's buried, uh, mm-hmm. it's behind, and it's, um, you know, we're coming on our countries United States of America's Pluto return. Oh boy, and, uh, uh, <laughs> from its founding. what say that again? So, from its founding point, oh. the oh last boy. time Pluto was in Capricorn was the founding of the country. I'm not trying to say. The result will be that no. our country is going to fall apart. I'm just saying that it's like the invitation of the time uh, and then we have this um, disease that this virus that's kind of like drawing it all forward, and mm. we've had the last couple of years drawing this forward is like are we willing to see culturally, structurally, and then as individuals the ways in which um, the past or the way we've been running things hasn't been always built um, for the best of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: again, personally, in our natal chart, where would we would we look at where is
2: Pluto and Jupiter in our natal like, yeah. charts? A real hot point for Pluto Jupiter is twenty four Capricorn okay. this year.
1: Around me. Oh, because they were in Capricorn at 24 degrees
2: degrees. of your chart. Like if you have anything between say 22 to 25 Capricorn that is receiving all of 2020s major um, transit events. So if you have a planet in those places.
0: Okay. Now, what if
2: you don't, what
1: if you don't, then you would just look at where is Capricorn in your chart. What house it is? Yeah,
2: in Cancer. And if also, if you have any planets or points at the squares, so in Aries or Libra, if you have anything at twenty-two to twenty-five Aries, Libra, or anything twenty-two to twenty-five Cancer, which is a cross, those 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 angles will receive that transit as well. So. So now
1: when you say 22 to 25, so like I have 27, Pluto is 27 degrees in Virgo. So that is not, even two degrees off doesn't count.
2: (laughs) Well, it just could mean the intensity is less. And if it's Virgo, that's a trine. So it's a a more helpful conversation. That's nice. Or at least like (laughs) ease filled, you know, like um, as opposed to a wrestling tension that, you know, the more you get, don't you agree? The more you get used to facing these things in ourselves and rebirthing ourselves in certain ways, the more you trust in that process. But if you're if you're nervous about it, because maybe you you aren't as used to it, it can sound really scary. Mm-hmm. But the more you practice it, the more you see how that regeneration that Pluto's about is like true. That's why Scorpio is associated with the Phoenix, Pluto, Scorpio. Phoenix energy of like going ahead and letting certain things die off so that you can then come back and be stronger. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, for me, even though, you know, I've been doing this stuff for over 30 years, I still get anxious hearing about like, Oh, no, what's gonna happen. So I really for me, the challenge is being in the moment and just being like, it is true. I actually had to remind myself about this very morning, that like everything that has died off has been great for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm.
1: although I feel bad saying that, because you know, not that I want like
2: actual people of dying. I know. <laughs> Not saying uh, that it has saying been so I don't great. Want a real, the, exactly. Yeah. Just so, want human life done, You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So that part isn't so great, and I don't want to sound insensitive at all, but I'm just talking. Otherwise, if you're talking about personal like healing, yes,
2: transformation. Well, and and I feel that that's happening with like um, sitting with. The the uh the, like the very rapid sense of like how your one's work is gonna change how one's business will have to change how one's all these things you know scary they you know, can be really so yeah. that it's it can be hard to just be like oh well regeneration's gonna be so <laughs> fabulous but I mean I like to lean on Jupiter there to um. To help connect me with my yes, because mm. to me is about saying in spite of everything, yes. Mm. Ah. And just re- That's my mantra that I borrowed from Caroline Casey's who's one of my favorite astrologers. Um, in spite of everything, yes. Like, what do we love? What, what could come from this? What are the great stories that could shift? Um, what are the possibilities? The word possibilities is very Jupiter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and just being open to like how it could be greater and better than we ever could have imagined but we have to have this empathy right now right of like flattening the curve Mm -hmm. (laughs) can we do this uh writing the story Mm -hmm. with as few with as little tragedy as possible right yeah Yeah, that's the thing that we really want everyone to be leaning on that North Node and Cancer vibe of caretaking. Yeah,
0: yeah, I have been getting that message this week so strongly. It's just really focusing on on the collective, on everybody, on on how instead of like how can I get through this, like we, like how can we get through this, and just getting tuning into that energy.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. And then <clears throat> I was going to say this later and may say it again, but the and uh, not it's interesting you're saying that about Jupiter because my guides keep telling me like seeds are being planted, which for me is like is that yes of Jupiter? It's like
2: yeah. there
1: is there are new possibilities.
0: Yeah, I, that I love that amazing. that I have a Sagittarius moon. Are you a Sagittarius? Is that why you said that's your mantra?
2: Oh, uh, I just have I have different mantras as I'm connected <laughs> with planet.
0: Oh, what, you know, what is your sign?
2: One, I'm a Pisces, which oh. is according to the ancients, ruled by Jupiter. Oh, okay, oh, okay. The modern ruler, and
1: what's your rising and sun?
2: My rising is Aries, <laughs> and then my so I have sun in the top. I mean, moon. Sun. Your moon. My Did moon I say? Is Capricorn at the top of my oh, chart? okay.
1: You are. You- to capricornies (laughs) never called them that Uh. before
0: (laughs) we don't like nicknames
1: (laughs) so sorry my mom had a capricorn moon so i should know that um okay well we should wrap up soon but i wanted to also ask so basically i mean not that we can really i mean astrology is so complicated but um if you want to look at your chart and see how these things are affecting you, a lot of times you can just look at the houses. If you get to know the houses first, right? Would you say that? And then say like, where's this planet or where is this happening on my chart in which house? And then you can kind of get a basic idea of like, Oh, okay. My, um, like for me, my Capricorn is in the 11th house. So it would be like friends and, I think you said hopes and dreams. The
2: other. Yeah, no. because so um, the, the Zodiac is exquisitely designed and the chart is exquisitely designed. Every house is very connected to the one before it. Mm. And so the 10th house is like career and public reputation. Yeah, um, actually my Capricorns in both, yeah. So then the 11th is like, ideally, how are we... Um, how are we bringing it all together like people networks around the the larger higher hope and dream of that public's 10th house space interesting so the the high-minded aspect of the 11th house is very much about hopes and dreams and like how to um bring, constellate is a word I like to use with 11th house, constellate people together around those dreams. So ideally, right, picking your friends and networks because you share a love for this or you share a hope for this or you share a dream for this for humanity. I see.
0: So if our listeners want to look up where their houses are, where their planets are and everything, what do you guys recommend as far as resources for that?
2: Well, now that um, the astrologer Channy Nicholas, I mm-hmm. don't know if you're aware of her, mm-hmm. she yeah. created a software, I don't know what the tech word you would use for it, but yeah, I
1: think she it, said but that.
2: part.channynicholas.com. You can now input your info there and receive like a basic rundown of what that might mean. Of course, it's not synthetic, you know, it's just like parts you have to intuit yourself or with an act with a consulting astrologer, how you would synthesize and, and intuit those relationships together.
1: So like how the moon would interact with your rising or the, how, how the moon in that house would, although I think she does talk about the houses. She
2: does talk. It's more thorough of a rundown once you put your information than I think there was before. I mean, that I found. Yeah, me too for people to kind of start dabbling with their chart and playing with it more deeply. Um, She uses the whole sign system, which is what I use as well, but she does offer in the drop down for you to pick a different house system if you prefer, because there's different ways of looking at your house. Oh,
1: okay. That's crazy how many different. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I just also want to Oh, yeah. So you can go there. Also, you can go, I mean, astrochart.com is the thing I use just because it's easy to like. I have like every, all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can look at it. It's it. an easy place yeah. to, yeah, to put everybody's charts in one place on your phone. I'm like, where is this affecting tests? <laughs> 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 or each of my children.
2: Where is this? Correct. Um, what's that? That, that's correct, I do like to look it for my kids as well, yeah, and go ahead,
1: oh no, um, I wonder if it's possible to quickly ask you about that Mars is going to soon, but when this airs on Monday, I think Wednesday, Mars is going to be conjunct Saturn, and do you think that's going?
2: How do you think that we might all be feeling that uh, there well. So Mars being like force of energy, right? And then Saturn being like serious discipline and regulation systems, the potential, like the high potential is for that to be like where our discipline meets our energy, which has Mm. great potential right? Like if, if in, and collectively too, if we're all putting str- like high vibe Mars with high vibe Saturn, that is some serious getting things done. Oh, okay. It can also feel just like that you have energy and you're running into walls. Oh. You know, it can feel that like you're, you have this force and it's bumping into a uh, lack of possibility or constriction oh. of possibility that's how Saturn can feel and I don't want to say that's what's going to happen
1: but if we all are in quarantine it might feel like that a little bit
2: so just to be aware
1: like you may be feeling that and that's normal if you are and like a lot of people are going to be feeling that and that's okay
0: and well is there a way for us to channel anything we can do or any way we can look at that whole energy pattern in order to get into the highest vibration
2: of it? I think it's about um, putting a lot of consciousness around our perception, like how we might be perceiving other people or things as like blocking our way oh, okay. and um, not uh, externalizing our sense of lack of agency onto other people. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, like- oh, remembering that we're the power in our own worlds. So, you know, the, the way like- we perceive other people is a reflection mm-hmm. of us.
2: Because I think, uh, like, what's coming up for me in readings is now not so much the Capricorn story. Is like, what are people's stories in their homes, you know? And what can happen right now is feeling like we want to project our sense of being obstructed onto the uh, people, yeah, that are like getting in the way of our whatever, mm-hmm. or even our government. Yeah, that's our what water. I about. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, cause it's Aries season and Aries is, um, ruled by Mars. It's that energy of like personal agency, self-sufficiency, being mm-hmm. your own leader. And it's like, get out of my way energy. Cause I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta move this. And that can feel so hard right now if you feel just stuck. Like, yeah. You know? um,
1: um, I think, do I remember you have your Mars and Aries or is that wrong? Cause I do. And I thought you said you so- did.
2: Uh, you probably heard saw me list that about my daughter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay,
1: because yeah, I, I have, have, a have my with Mars centers.
2: wild energy.
1: I I, have it's weird because I don't have a lot of energy, and a lot of people talk about how if you're Mars is an Aries, you're full of energy. And I'm like, I'm a cat. I like to sleep every two hours i don't experience that's that's very efficient that's very efficient right oh yeah thank you i do feel efficient
2: (laughs) another piece of advice i just throw this out is you know astrology study of cycles and mars's cycle began in virgo last fall okay and so we're all kind of on this story that began with virgo energy and to me something that we can think about embracing right now i think would be like tinkering um working with things like playing with things to try to see how they how they operate and work and get better at some skills which can be frustrating but like now might be a time to just experiment with things you know mm. like tinker play with stuff like okay. make mistakes, like it's okay we're kind of reinventing ourselves a little bit here mm-hmm. and so if we take look at the larger cycle of mars's journey we can think about as we move sign to sign with mars which is every 2 months or so bringing that tinker virgo energy of trying to understand how systems work and problem solving and being solution oriented mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. and i feel like that kind of energy feels really present for me right now cuz You know, it's like, well, I could try to start a Etsy shop, but that means I gotta tinker around with Etsy. I gotta figure (laughs) it out. It's gonna be really frustrating. But it's like, how can I put the energy into like make tinkering with a system that I've been maybe putting off and just being okay with however that works. And, Mm -hmm.
0: you you know, that's so perfect for April Fool's Day, which is this week for the fool of the tarot. That's the fool energy. Oh, yeah,
2: that's exactly right. Yeah. Like, Like, I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just start it. Start. Learn as we go. Start the blog. We put up the Squarespace, like Mm -hmm. all those little things that we, you know, it's going to involve some troubleshooting kind of energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Virgo's really good with that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And so maybe right now a good use of our Mars is just to kind of be in that building kind of experiment, uh, experimental phase of work that will help us on the other end. Cause then it's like, when we're through with quarantine, we will have done this tinkering. Oh yeah. Support us.
0: That's a great, so, I think that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tess is a Virgo, so she
1: definitely <laughs> love this loves idea. this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I'm on Perfect. It. perfect.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, but I I'm mean, like. i rising, so I'm like,
0: uh. Well, I mean, I,
2: I can know, just
1: I feel that.
0: Like, I
2: struggle with that.
0: But that Mars energy, instead of it being like Mars and Saturn are like fighting each other, it's like, oh, just kind of go around that by just <laughs> know, taking steps towards something mm-hmm. that you might want to try that you maybe haven't been trying because you don't know how yet or you're worried it won't, you won't do it perfectly.
2: Yes. It's, I think experimenting with possibilities is just a general like nice way nice frame of mind or like mindset to have right now yeah as possibilities is that Jupiter too of just mm-hmm. like experiment with the possibility that doing it this other way may actually be a really opening
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and letting go of that inner critic of the Capricorn
2: yes. yeah South
0: and nurturing the inner child like, hey, mm-hmm. you just go ahead and try yeah, it. Exactly, mm-hmm. it all comes together.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Britton. Where can we um, find you and your places? Well, on- just
2: my name, Britton Larue. B R I T T E N L A R U E dot com, and at an Instagram and the Moon to Moon podcast. So I just started <laughs> it as my tinkering. This that's m- awesome. I haven't weekend. had. What? say that again sorry quarantine began that's my experiment
0: yeah cool
2: Um, yeah that's
1: really great i can't wait to listen to it thank you all right well thank you so much thank you so much okay Okay. (laughs) well we hope you liked that we sure did um, okay, should we now quickly just talk about goddess provisions, yeah, which um you know, it may feel uh well, it's always luxurious, but it really I don't know, and I'm not just saying this because we get a commission <laughs> when we <laughs> get something back, but truly, like I was telling you, I had a wine box delivered, and I was like, at first, they weren't gonna deliver it to me, and I don't even drink much <laughs> but it was just like I, this thing I was looking forward to and when they told me that I was like what is happening my wine isn't coming <laughs> I was like seriously I do not even drink that much but then when it came it then they turned around they said they could get bring it I was like oh my god it just feels nice to give yourself something right now that is special and we love goddess provision boxes um they really are so great. Very nurturing. They come with all the five to six full-size items. Is that mm-hmm. And like crystals and bath salts. I mean, all different things each time.
0: Yeah, you can see what's in the current box, but it is, yeah. I mean, if it is financially comfortable for you yes. right now, it's actually, if you want to take care of yourself and get yourself some treats, some self-care treats, it's actually really a good deal yeah. for what, it's like, what is it, $35 for all that stuff? Mm-hmm. 33 $33, mm-hmm. and it's vegan, cruelty-free, and they plant a tree for every box they sell.
1: Yeah, they're a great company. So if you want to get one, um, you can support the show by going to our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. And there's a, on the side, there's a link to Goddess Provisions or picture of the box or something. Yeah, something. Something like that. So thank (laughs) you for supporting us. Oh, another way you can do that is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. Is that – no, not Apple Podcasts. Is it iTunes? Whatever. It used to be iTunes. Apple
0: something. Apple something. Apple Podcasts? I think it it is. Now I'm confused. Okay. Apple. We're all confused. On Apple. Um, Yeah. So – Yeah, we would really be so grateful for a review. That's an awesome way to support our podcast.
1: Yes, and we're so grateful for all the already wonderful reviews we've received. They mean a lot to us. Um, Oh, I guess why don't we just say also where else you can find us? Magic Monday. Oh. Just the Magic Monday's whole deal. And then I'm, t- I'm just switching everything around <laughs> yeah, today. Just this, this, <laughs> I hope it's not upsetting the Virgo in
0: you. <laughs> not, not at all. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's a Sagittarius moon. It's totally all about Oh, great. So. Okay, good. <laughs> So you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at magicmondaypodcast Podcast and on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod or our Facebook group at Magic Monday Podcast Listeners.
1: Yeah, you can ask to um, join that. And um, there's some conversations going on there. And also if you want to ask us a question, you can go to our website, Magic Monday.
0: i hear a phone ring and then a dog bark right after that (laughs) well i was going to be quiet and let brett edit
1: it but now i won't Uh, this is real guys i i could pretend it's just quarantine but this is really always i mean this is where i always do it from so um anyway you go to uh, magicmondaypodcast.com and there's a little button at the top to ask us a question. And we are happy to do it. All right. After all that, now it's time for the energy report. Okay. All right. And what a doozy it is, shall I say. Um. Okay. Um... I'm trying to find a succinct way to say all of this. So the energy report, just in case people don't know, is when I talk about what I saw that week with clients and myself and the trend of the energy that's coming in. So I keep getting called to talk about this part of it um, above all, which is this. I've been basically in just constant talks with my guides lately there. I didn't. Some people may think that I used I would do that a lot being doing the work that I do. Sorry, I thought I heard something behind me. Um, But I I would check in with them, I would say, like, once a week before. Now it's basically like, what's up, guys? <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> How, how's it going? What am I doing? <laughs> um, so what I keep getting directed toward is that um, this is actually What they told me is that there are – I'm going to actually – I wrote it down, so I'm just going to read the first couple of lines. They told me there are new seeds being planted even as the destruction appears on the outside. There are new ways of life being created, new ways of looking at life from new angles. There are new jobs being created, new forms of past lifetimes coming out of the creation of these new systems. Mm. So – I mean, and they showed me this image, which was very beautiful. So, and part of me, I just want to say feels like I am also aware as I'm saying this, like it may be hard to hear this when, if you're sick or people, you know, you know, I'm aware of all of this. Okay. But also I feel I want to share this message because I really felt it and saw this and they were saying, you know, I'm not ignoring that. I know that they just told me that. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not ignoring that at all, but that we can't deny there are also these other energies coming in um I mean we can deny it, but why would you because this is the nice part of it so one thing that they really keep showing me is this image of these light filled doors almost like um like you know um uh, doors like um revolving doors mm-hmm. but they're not revolving. It's almost like if you took the little doors out and then <laughs> you they're just like openings, basically. The, it's like the doors are, I don't know, that may not make sense, but they're just kind of moving back and forth and they're full of light. So they, are, it's like on this other kind of plane, right? I want to say like there it's in the earth but on a different plane of it maybe it's a little bit above the earth. I don't usually channel like this during this segment but this is crazy times. Okay, so (laughs) I'm feeling this and this is what I kept showing me was like opening the doors and asking for that light to come through into your heart chakra. So making sure to ask for it. Like, can I receive more light? I'm open to receiving this light because it won't come in if you don't ask. Um, And also it's really important that it comes in through the heart chakra. And how I see it is that I accept the light into my heart chakra and then it goes out past my, um, through the back. And spreads out and around. So like there's like this circle of light and then it goes through the earth and it really it radiates out to everybody. Um and I feel so much better after I do that mm. each time. It's a really nice thing to just kind of imagine there's these light doors. I mean, you can imagine it however feels good to you. Um to me, it's almost like they just go back and forth and then like, oh, here's more light, you know, and then receiving it into the heart and then allowing it to fill up your back body as well through the back of your aura as well and all around. Um, So that is one way. And because they really keep letting me know that there are new energies being planted. There are, there are seeds being planted. We may not see them yet because of what we're seeing right now in the surface, but that they are there. There is creation happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, if like I see it right now, it's springtime where I am. It's gonna be 80 degrees today, which is crazy. Oh, wow. um, but I mean, I'm seeing things bloom, which feels like this is it feels almost <laughs> not wrong, but just like it's so weird that things are mm-hmm. blooming right now. You know, yeah. it just doesn't feel like that in a lot of other ways. But it is, you know, it is happening and it is there. And the more we can feel into that um, and expand that outwards, the the better we'll feel. And it can feel esoteric to say that, like, oh, just expand into it. But I I really feel like if you allow this light into the heart chakra, it really helps with that. Um, And then I'll just say that this stuff that's bringing up is really, I mentioned this to Britain, but it's like I said last time, it's like we're feeling global grief, global anxiety, but it's also like past lives, like everybody's past lives. It's like, okay, we're here. We're done with this stuff. It's time to clear it out. It's no more like doing this nitty gritty, like willy nilly stuff. (laughs) It's (laughs) like time to really clear this shit out and everybody's doing it. So we're all Mm. feeling it. And it may even, you know, it's interesting because I kept getting that. And then I listened to Molly McCord's podcast and she was talking about that Atlantis, like if you had lives in Atlantis, it's bringing up that stuff.
0: Oh. Yeah. I did. Did you? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really feel that. So it's like everybody who is in Atlantis, basically, is like feeling this on that kind of level. But also, if you've been working... I I really keep getting like increasing your light on purpose even if you're like I don't even know what this means or I don't even feel this mm-hmm. um but just having the intention to increase your light by bringing in more light it's it's really helpful it yeah. really is. it clears stuff out it really does so um that's what I will say is my idea and well, I do want to say one more thing, which is one thing that I notice I'm clearing out is, um, again, just like, oh, you know what? It doesn't work for me to um, be hard on myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or to like focus on what isn't working. What if I, what if I just didn't do that? And yeah, that's moving away from the Capricorn like yes, we were talking about. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And the more I'm able to bring in light, the more it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Even though it feels like that could be hard to do, I remember a few months ago you and I were like, oh, this is actually kind of easy to be like. What if I didn't, you know, be hard? I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah, when we were like, what if I just didn't stress out about this right now? Yes, like, yeah. Just,
1: and just it, it felt kind of easy. Yeah. yeah. This time it feels less easy. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> feels like... <laughs> Yeah, it's so, a little less easy. Yeah, a little less easy. <laughs> but it's still – I do still feel like, oh, wait a minute. I kind of see a way into this, you know, mm-hmm, possibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to try it. And maybe I'm not going to stress out. Maybe I'm not going to make it about my entire self-worth if one thing doesn't work out. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then there's so much freedom in that when the, the mistakes are higher. So
1: much freer. I mean, yeah. it's just like, you know what? Like – and also what Britain was saying about how – um uh oh god, it's so funny,
0: things keep leaving my mind. Um uh,
1: it totally left
0: my mind. <laughs> he came back for like a real quick second. Yeah, and then it went <laughs> away. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, anyway.
1: <laughs> just the point is that I'm trying to make is like we can do this and um allowing in that light is just really helpful. Also, Mercury leaves its shadow on March thirtieth, and that'll be great for me. Ah, <laughs> And hopefully a lot of other people. Yeah, it's finally, and it moves into um, out of Pisces. May have already. I can't remember, but anyway. So that is that. I hope it was helpful. Let's just keep breathing in light through this whole thing, you know, and see what happens. Try yep. it. Yep. Yep. Try it out because they we do have help from from the other side, and if you're yeah. working on helping yourself, you'll
0: be able to feel it even more. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. That was the energy report? It sure was. It was great. Thank you. Okay. Now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay. So, this week, we have, um, on the second, it's a Thursday, the moon is going to be waxing. And because the economy is a huge deal right now. So what I want to say first is something, I don't know, I don't think we talked, we talked about this a little bit with Britain, but um, like this really has been a huge deal for me this week is switching so completely out of um, like my personal, what happened was I did a a card reading, I did a um, tarot reading and It wasn't until – like I kept kind of getting – I was doing a tarot reading on like how can I, you know, approach my career right now. And it was kind of not really very – like a good positive reading in any way (laughs) it was like it was kind of like telling me not to be greedy you know what i mean like to not be and i was like oh okay i guess i'm approaching this from a greedy perspective and then i did a reading about the, the world the planet like how can we move through this challenge right now and then it was a whole other story and then i could see like i got the clear message like that's at least for me personally but i imagine for many light workers if not all of us that's where we're shifting right now fully and possibly part of where the whole planet is shifting and that that was part of why I was like so riveted by what Britain was saying about the Capricorn mm-hmm. cancer thing but it was like just really like how I, and then that merges with my career not that I didn't do that before like I've always loved yeah. to help people but I was still in I think I was still approaching it with maybe something that's a little old fashioned right in this moment which was like still some of that capitalist like how can I really like leverage this and like how can I you know like and instead of like no really what can I offer? And oh my how God! Can I help?
1: Test right? Can I just tell you something real quick? I know this <laughs> yeah. is practical magic, but I had an extremely similar situation. Yes, okay. I'm not surprised. I, I pulled. Car, I mean. Okay, I pulled cards, yeah, for career, and it was like, you're fucked. And then I was like... Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) What, What if I look into my heart and I'm just going from my heart place in terms of like what I can give and also listening to my highest self, my highest heart self. Yes. not, and then all the cards changed.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you had the same exact, and then, but then it was like, oh, like, it was like, oh, this is a big paradigm shift right now. Like, this is not, it doesn't match anymore to be like. Wow. I didn't get that next
1: level part, which is great to hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, but then even, I mean, it even went into like the way that I perceive the way our culture is, or the way our country is run. Like, instead of being like, oh, this should happen, That pe- those people shouldn't do that. Like, how can I really embody those uh, qualities that mm. I would like to see in our leader? Like, mm. how can I hold that instead of being so angry that our leader isn't holding? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So <laughs> it was just a really big multifaceted realization.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, so... um so, with that in mind, my uh, practical magic idea this week for us is to do a prosperity ritual for everybody, mm, and love this is it. right, yeah, because it's like it's this is part of what's happening right now is this obvious restructuring of our economic, our worldwide economic system, and so for us to as light workers come from a place of uh, holistic, like really holistic healing of the way that we look at commerce and thriving and what is abundance and you know having plenty but not being wasteful i mean that even i mean like even in our house being like wow i really used more toilet paper than i needed oh my
1: gosh. same right same, like same. why did i, I like, do why that why
0: did i use so much toilet paper? yeah i didn't i used to just like crumple up toilet
1: paper I like yeah way more than i needed it like <laughs> so on every level yeah I actually said to Brett I was like I wonder if we're going to come out of this like people who survived the depression you know yeah no me too about like those
0: grandmothers yeah who are like like, why
1: are you reusing that and it's like oh no I know why you're reusing that
0: right I mean but like even stuff like really do I really want to buy perfume like I need to buy perfume (laughs) you know like stuff like that
1: oh really I mean mean, perfume I just want to say can't (laughs) help yourself Villa. I do love
0: perfume. But and it can I still, lift your mood, but I get yeah. what you're saying. But still, I mean, I just don't know. Like, there's just a lot of things that I think I would do differently yeah. and, and yeah. am doing differently. So just that all I'm saying is on yeah. every single level that economics exists, I think we are being able to look at restructuring that right now. Yeah. So, for but us, guys, do, buy the goddess provision box. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there may be perfume in that test. <laughs> I mean, I still think self care is important, but yeah. it's like looking at the bigger picture. We're really being asked to do that. So it, yeah. instead of and that this is that same kind of same kind of message that I got. Like instead of looking at like how can I draw abundance to myself, like how can I help the whole world to thrive magically right now? So and this uh, of course it. what we send out comes back to us so it's not like you're leaving yourself out this is for everybody yeah so to do a prosperity ritual i will just look and see what do you have on hand if you you don't have to use physical items you can just send like green i think green light Mm. seems really good for april 2nd on a thursday Mm
2: -hmm. sending
0: that green light out across the globe and feeling it come back to you just this prosperous abundant like plenty of resources and wealth and um Sustenance and shelter and safety and health for all. um, You could, but if you want to use items, physical items, if you have a green candle, you could light a green candle. You could, um, if you have, let's say you have like some essential oils, maybe you have peppermint or basil or cinnamon or clove, like a wealth drawing Mm. oil, cedar, pine, Mm. um, eucalyptus. You could anoint a globe, or you could anoint a, a map yeah. of the world. Um, and send what else could you love do? and Yeah, prosperity. abundance. I love that. You could do, like, um, you could make a charm bag if you have that, if you have some green fabric and maybe, like, a crystal, a wealth-drawing crystal, like a venturine or a citrine or a bloodstone. Um What else would be a wealth throwing crystal? Just see what you have. That feels right. Could even be like a clear quartz. Yeah. And then you could put some herbs in it, maybe some cinnamon or some cloves, just whatever feels right. It's whatever kind of wealth and prosperity ritual you want to do. And it could even be one you have in a spell book, but instead of doing it for yourself, you just do it for everyone.
1: I love that. I
0: love it. Thank you. I (laughs) love it. (laughs) One more idea is if you have like a citrine or an aventurine, uh, you could empower it with this intention, and then you could bury it actually in the physical earth and imagine sending that wealth energy throughout the whole planet. That's
1: nice. Great ideas. Really into it. Thanks. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll do our quick housekeeping yeah okay um so you can find me at highestlighthealing.com you can schedule a session with me if I can be of support at this time I mean it's um I gotta say that my readings have helped me so much (laughs) like like giving other people readings like I feel better afterwards it's just like maybe it's what you're talking about the well I was gonna say about like Spreading it out to other people. But I think it's also just like being in that neutral space and that light filled space is just really yeah. helpful. So, anyway, you're doing me a favor. <laughs> 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 That's the way to do it. um And you can find me in High Slight Healing on Instagram. I've been doing more um, Instagram TV stuff as I've been getting these messages more in contact with my guides. I've been talking more in there, which. Um, if you want to hear that, that's where you go.
0: And where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. That's where I have guided meditations and spells and rituals and inspirations. And you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst author on Twitter at TessWhitehurst, and on YouTube at TessWhitehurst.
1: Oh, I forgot to say, you can also sign up for my newsletter at com and um, you get access to past, all the past meditations.
0: <clears throat> and Natasha's newsletter is the best.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, all right, so let's pick a card for okay. the week. For what are you reading from listening. this week? Well, I left the Lightseer's Tarot from last time, so I'm just going to use it okay. again, I'm which I love. From... I love, this is like probably my favorite right now, that and the Modern Witch Tarot.
0: Oh, yeah. I
1: love them both.
0: I'm uh, reading from *Wisdom of the Hidden Realms* by Colette Baron Reed.
1: Great! Oh, it's funny. I keep getting this card. I got the Queen of Cups.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I got her in my reading yesterday. You did? Well, that's yeah, not not, not that. So. The, well, the one for the, everybody. I uh, I don't remember which one it was, but I got oh. her reversed. So it was kind of showing I was an emotional mess at that moment. <laughs> well, this is not reversed. <laughs>
1: So that's good. Um, I'm going to read. It. So the Queen of Cups is, you know, um, signifies, If I'm looking for it in the deck, but it signifies emotional um, intelligence and like allowing emotions to flow and be mm-hmm. Um well, let's see what it says. Extremely intuitive, a highly attuned emotional intelligence. Love and compassion, sensitivity, strength, empathy, leading with your heart, healing. Yeah. Queen of Cups is one of the most intuitive characters of the tarot, floating in her dreamlike state of spiritual connection. She asks you how well your emotions have been serving you lately and reminds you you have the ability to connect on a much deeper level. Feel and accept your emotional intuition. I mean, this is so important right now because I really feel like that is part of why I've been going to my guide so much. It's like, this is what we have right now. You know, we're in yeah. quarantine. Like, this is what we're being called to ourselves, ourselves, And she's so
0: cancer, ourselves. too. She's like oh, that yeah. full, full cancer energy. Totally.
1: Um, I'll just read a little bit more. Feel and accept your emotional intuition. Listen closely as a way to understand what is truly going on and ensure that other people feel heard when you communicate with them um devote time to their emotional cues and see the divine beauty in all of life's experiences it takes both sun and shadow to make the ocean floor sparkle i love that um okay (laughs) and it says my intuitive heart openly expresses deep love
0: i love i love it also goes with
1: what the message from my guides about feeling that light into the heart
0: Yeah, into that heart
1: chakra.
0: That's what I've been. I mean, because after that day of rage that I had, I had that day of sadness, (laughs) where and just emotional flow in general. And I think that has been the message I've been getting a lot lately: is just you know, like that, just go into that, yeah, breathe into it, and be with it. Yeah. So, what did you get? I got the diamond dreamer right Mm -hmm. side up. The ally, material wealth, true prosperity. Really. Yeah, That's funny. It's so, yeah, that as the ally, it says, when the diamond dreamer arrives, he represents the successful manifestation of the unseen into the material. Be sure you truly want what you think you desire, for this ally will commit to getting it for you. All manner of conditions will flow around you. Messages from spirit will serve to guide you toward achieving your heart's desire. If you want a house, you'll be led to it. If your priority is a new job with the right continual steps, you will achieve this. If you desire a more harmonious relationship, the measures needed to create this will be obvious. A project finally pays off. Material gain and positive financial shifts may also be on the way. You will indeed see the tangible results of your ambition. The Diamond Dreamer also serves to guide you to the appropriate choices so that the unseen is awakened to move mountains on your behalf. Positive communication is now possible in all all your relationships I love it yeah so I feel like that it is um kind of like coming from the point of view of thinking that we are wanting to manifest abundance on our own by ourselves but I think that the reason why it came is because we did tap into that energy of sending that abundance energy out and then knowing that it comes back to us when we want to manifest it in that way
1: yeah totally that's exactly what happened in my little reading so that's perfect
0: all right, well we're
1: thinking of all of you. reach out for questions if you have them. go to the group if you need more support. We love you all and appreciate yeah, sending you. lots and
0: lots of love. Okay, bye, bye.
1: what's happening and fix it.